Today's episode is sponsored by an upcoming movie called If. We don't go to the theater a lot as a family, mostly because it's tough to find a movie we're all going to like, but If is one of those movies. It comes out in theaters May 17th. I saw the trailer the other day, and we ended up watching the trailer multiple times to check out all the different imaginary friends that are in it. Some of them are what you would think an imaginary friend would be like, a nice-looking monster kind of. But other ones are so random, like this one that's a knight and one's a dragon and one is just a banana. And it gets wilder too, but I'm not going to spoil it all for you. The movie is about this girl who can see imaginary friends. And she goes on this magical adventure to reconnect forgotten imaginary friends with their kids. I know me and my kids are going to enjoy going to the theater for this one. And the cast has tons of our favorite performers like Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Maya Rudolph, Matt Damon, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Emily Blunt. John Krasinski wrote the movie inspired by his own kid's imagination to be funny and exciting for all ages. It looks like a real slam dunk. The movie If releases in theaters May 17th and we are totally going, so check it out. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kids Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Before we get started today, I want to give a shout-out to Bowie Danger. Bowie has shared with us a drawing of a ninja cat with a super long tail. Thanks for that artwork, Bowie. I also want to give a shout-out to Levi and Owen from Portland, Oregon. They used the Master Momo drawing video on the website to create some awesome action scenes. You've got to check all those new drawings out over at the podcast website, kidstoriespodcast.com. Great job on those drawings, guys, and thanks for listening. Today's episode is called Good Guy Pirates. On an island not far from the valley, there are four kid brothers who call themselves the Good Guy Pirates. They're ninjas, and they police the island and the surrounding seas, righting wrongs and protecting those who can't protect themselves. The residents of the island call this band of heroes the Granados Brothers, since, well, since that's their name. Today, we find the Granados Brothers on the high seas surrounding their island. They're after a small gang of bandits who stole a valuable golden jewelry box. After a few days tracking, the good guy pirates finally catch up with the bandits. Their boat sped through the water, splitting the waves with its strong metal prow. It was on a collision course with the bandits' boat. Alex and Ben stood on the prow right at the front with their fighting sticks drawn and ready. Julian was steering the boat, and their baby brother Lucas was rolling around on the deck, chewing on an old shoe. Lucas, stop chewing on that shoe, yelled Alex. Whose shoe is that? You guys know not to leave old shoes on the deck. We'll deal with the shoe later, yelled Julian. Impact in three, two, one. Then there was a loud crash as the wooden planks of the bandit ship were snapped and crunched into pieces. The good guy pirate ship had plowed right into the side of the bandit ship using its strong metal prow as a rammer. The bandit ship was taking on water and would soon sink. The good guy pirate ship wasn't damaged at all. 
Alex and Ben leaped off of their ship and onto the bandits' sinking ship. Immediately, the bandits closed in to attack. Alex and Ben engaged them with their fighting sticks, deflecting their blows and disarming them by hacking at the bandits' hands that were holding weapons. Julian left Lucas safely on the good guy pirate boat and began searching the bandits' boat for any sign of the golden box they were searching for. As he was opening some barrels and exploring, a bandit lunged at him from behind. Julian turned to block the attack and saw Lucas, his six-month-old baby brother, leap off of their boat and do a flying kick right into this bandit's face. The bandit dropped to the ground, and Julian just stood there, stunned at what he had seen. Lucas then rolled onto his back and began trying to put his toes in his mouth. Lucas? Lucas, did you just jump like 30 feet in the air and dropkick this guy? Asked Julian, kneeling down near Lucas. Hey, Julian! yelled Alex. Stop talking to the baby and help us out here! Alex and Ben were wrapping up their assault on the bandits. Most of them were lying on the ground scattered about the ship. They knew now that they were no match for the good guy pirates. Nobody move, Julian yelled, standing on an empty barrel. We know you've got the jewelry box. Give it up and we'll let you go. It's there, yelled one of the injured bandits, pointing to a barrel that appeared to be overflowing with oranges. It's in the barrel. Alex and Ben went straight for the barrel and sure enough, buried under some oranges... Alex pulled out a jewelry box made of gold so pure it was practically glowing. The box itself was worth a small fortune, and who knew what was inside of it? Got it, hollered Alex, and he and his brothers all climbed back onto their boat. One of the bandits called out, Hey, aren't you going to take us back to the island? This ship will be fully sunk in just a few minutes. Nope answered Alex. But we will give you this old raft. We don't have any oars for it, so you'll need to paddle with your hands. The island is about five miles that way. I'd get to rowing if you want to make it there by tomorrow night. Alex and Ben heaved a shoddy old raft over the side of their boat, and the bandits abandoned their ship and swam to it. Julian hustled back to the steering wheel and set them on a course back to their own island, back to deliver the golden box to its rightful owner. Another successful mission, said Alex. Great job, guys. Oh, hey, said Julian. Did you guys see Lucas? That was amazing. He totally saved my bacon back there. He saved your bacon? asked Ben. What are you talking about? You guys, he leaped from our ship all the way to the bandit ship and kicked a bandit who was about to take me down. You didn't see that, said Julian. The boys then all looked down at Lucas, who was rolling around on the deck and smiling, a puddle of drool forming under his mouth. Dude, said Alex, Lucas can't even walk. I think you were just seeing things. But no way, I mean, I saw him said Julian. In the entire way back to their island, Julian kept a close eye on Lucas, confused at what he had seen. 
By the evening, the boys had returned the jewelry box and collected their bounty. They checked in with their mom and returned to town to find more work. Luckily for them, there was a visitor in town just then, looking for some help. They had a tip that there was a man waiting for them in the local restaurant. The boys sat down with the man at a table, and the waiter approached. Hey, boys, said the waiter. What'll it be? Pizza taco, please, said Alex. Cheeseburger taco, please, said Ben. Chocolate taco, please, said Julian. And Lucas didn't say anything because he's a baby and he didn't have any idea what was going on. Sirs, thank you so much for meeting with me, said the man. My name is Cooper and I need your help. Sure thing, said Ben. Just let us know what you need. Well, you see, I'm a wizard's apprentice from the village of Smalton, began Cooper. Our village wizard was abducted just yesterday. Some awful pirates stormed into town and just snatched him up. They ran right off, got on their ship, and were out to sea before we could catch up. Do you know why they took the wizard? asked Ben. Well, I don't know for sure, but Hamas is a very powerful wizard, and it's possible they stole him to, to try to drain his magic or, or to get him to use his magic in their favor, said Cooper. Uh, did you say Hamas? asked Alex. Yes, the wizard's name is Hummus Wrinklesmith. He, we must have him returned as soon as possible, said Cooper. Yeah, sure thing, said Ben. We'll get right on it. Just give us a good description of Hummus and we'll begin our investigation. Well, he's a bit unique for a wizard, said Cooper. He's a chicken. The boys all stopped eating and looked up in surprise. He's a chicken? asked Alex. Like a flightless bird cluck cluck kind of a chicken? Well, he doesn't cluck, he talks, said Cooper. He's a magical chicken who talks and has and has human hands for chicken feet. You see, he he was trying to change himself into a human a few weeks ago, and and he didn't get the magic exactly right, and so it just changed his legs and feet into arms and hands. The boys were absolutely speechless. Now, they had seen some stuff in their time as heroes, but this was pretty far out. I know it sounds crazy, said Cooper, but it's true, and we need your help. Hummus is an amazing wizard, and he serves our little town as well as many other small surrounding towns. So, said Alex, just so we have this all straight, your town wizard, who also happens to be a talking chicken with human arms and hands instead of legs and feet, named Hummus Wrinklesmith, was stolen by awful pirates just yesterday and you need us to retrieve him. Is that all correct? That's right, said Cooper. Will you take the job? Absolutely, yelled Julian. I can't wait to meet this chicken wizard. Or we'll have him back in a few days. Cooper was obviously very excited that the boys agreed to return Hummus to Smalton. He shook their hands and left them to finish their lunch. So, said Alex, I guess we start looking up at the docks north near Smalton. Shouldn't be too tough to track the pirates from there. Oh, we gotta go tell Mom we'll be away for a few days, reminded Ben. 
Yeah, and grab some extra diapers for Captain Poops over here, said Alex, nodding to Lucas, who was chewing on his own hand. The boys finished their dinner and headed home to gear up in search of Hummus Wrinklesmith, Chicken Wizard. The end. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Feel free to send any drawings or questions to kidsstoriespodcast at gmail.com and check out the website every so often for cool new stuff at kidsstoriespodcast.com. Adios.